Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Rosa. And I'm Belle, and it's time to talk beauty. Welcome everyone to our very last episode of 2020. We are very excited, aren't we girls? Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> um, it's gone very big. Well, look, this year we've talked a lot about skincare, products, recommendations. We've learned all of Bella's tips. Well, not all of them, we've got many more to learn. Oh. Um, <laughs> but we've talked so much about taking care of your skin, um, doing things that make you feel beautiful, taking time for yourself. Um, but for this final episode of 2020, we want to start talking about our mind, body and soul. How do we take care of ourselves inside and outside? And yeah, to finish off the year, we wanted to talk about what makes you feel beautiful. What do you do for self-care? So girls, Bella, M, what makes you feel beautiful? How do you look after yourselves? Um, I've been thinking a lot about this question, what makes you feel beautiful? And I came up with a couple of things and I tried to find what the common denominator to all of them was. And I decided that I feel most beautiful when I am creative. That was the common thread for me. Mm -hmm. um, so a couple of things that I thought of was I feel beautiful when I'm being creative with my makeup, not because I feel physically beautiful, but I really just enjoy the process of having a little bit of time to pull out it, maybe a lipstick I haven't worn in a while or open up a palette, an old classic palette, mm -hmm. um, such as the Naked One. Does anyone remember the Naked One palette? Oh, I pulled that out the other day. Mm, how beautiful. Beauty. Um, and I just really enjoy that process of creativity. So creativity for me um, is makeup. It's also creativity in the kitchen. Um, I baked you guys some Christmas cookies. That was my little midweek creativity. I, I don't, and I feel like it's escapism. And it's when I'm doing things that are creative because I think that sometimes in the hustle and bustle of everyday life, there's not always space for creativity. So well said. It's so well said. Yeah. So I really want to continue to make that a little bit of a priority you know, really enjoying the small moments of creativity that I can find day to day or week to week. And um, as everybody I'm sure is winding down for the year, hopefully everybody has some time, a little bit more breathing space to find that time. Um, but yeah, creativity is my word of the year, I think. Love that. Oh, that's so lovely. I, um, it's so great that you said that. I think I, I agree to a certain extent I think I'm not like you with my makeup or my baking, not, not quite on your level. I'm getting there, but um, it's definitely something that counts for me too. But for, I did have a common thread too. And I realized it was, um, it sounds really lame when I say it, but it's smiling. So whenever I am smiling, I feel beautiful and I'm not. I love that. <laughs> you always smile. You always smile. Oh, thanks. <laughs> You know, like when you're organically, like truly authentically without even realizing it being made to smile, Yeah, that's mm -hmm. when I feel really beautiful. So like when I'm, if someone makes me laugh or if I'm just reading something so happy and joyful or listening mm -hmm. to favorite music, 
again, putting on makeup and smiling at the fact that I've done it really well this time. Or, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel that's when I feel most beautiful inside and outside. I think. What about you, Rosalita? I was just, Oh, I'm just overwhelmed by, I love both of your comments. I'm getting inspired by both of them. Um, I just literally thought now, um, when I feel accomplished, Mm. I think that's when I feel beautiful. Like when I've achieved something, you both were inspiring, inspiring me right then. I had something else in mind, but no, it's when I feel accomplished. So if I've, um, worked out that morning, especially in 2020, when we've been working from home, if I've worked out that morning and I've pushed myself that little bit more, or, um, at the start of the year, I liked baking, but I wasn't confident in it. And then by the end of it, I've, you know, started to become a lot more confident and making too far too many cheesecakes. Um, <laughs> but you know, learning those new skills that makes me feel beautiful. Like I've achieved something I'm kicking goals. Oh, I love that Rosa. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's what I, that, what it's been like this year I like that there's three sort of words that we've come up with that really have encompassed 2020 for me it's creativity M for you it's smiling and smiling with your heart and soul I think Ooh. not just with your face and for Rosa that. it's you know being accomplished and finding those small moments of accomplishment in your day yeah. that's three really beautiful words that have really nothing to do with physical beauty and that's really really telling and really important yeah it really uh links in with what we are wanting to talk about this episode that inner and outer beauty mm. and how that inner beauty can influence the outer and vice oh. versa so oh. i guess my other question um for this episode today is what do you do for self-care it's been 2020 like are there new things you do for self-care are there um other self-care routines that you've always done before 2020 Mm. Bella what do you do for self-care this year and prior to that well you know that it's not really a talk beauty episode until I get controversial about (laughs) something and I have a real issue with the word self-care and what it's become I feel like it's evolved into this buzzword this trendy word that we see everywhere hashtag self-care and I, I don't really subscribe to this idea that self-care is just, oh, I put on a face mask once a week and that's my self-care. <laughs> I just don't think that that does the word and the idea of self-care the justice that it deserves and the justice that we deserve. So I think that for me, self-care as an idea is about being selfish in the moment, being sort of mindfully selfish, I would say, and asking myself in a moment, what do I need right now? Do I need to have something to eat because I'm starving? Do I need to clean out my fridge? Do I need to make an appointment? Do I need to paint my nails? Do I need to go and have a pedicure? It's asking myself, what do I need? What can I do? What can I gift myself? in this moment. Yeah, I love that. I feel like this idea of self-care is always directed at beauty. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. don't think that that's enough. Rosie, I'm really liking it. No, I'm really liking um, your interpretation of self-care. It's really interesting. So is there anything in particular that you've done yeah. this year in 2020? Yeah. So this year I have really relied on 
self-care that gives me an element of escapism. Um, I think we've all needed an element of escapism this year. And so I've prioritized things that I haven't really prioritized in the past, things that I love doing, but making the time for these things. The number one thing is reading. My husband and I are voracious readers and we came up with a little bit of a pact this time last year that in 2020, we both wanted to read 20, um, 20 books each. And I'm coming to the end of the year and we've both exceeded that. Oh, wow. How many? Yeah. Oh, look, he's done really well. I think he's on 24. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think I've done 22. So just prioritizing that element of escapism has been so very much needed in this year because there were times where the reality of day-to-day and, and the reality of lockdown was not enjoyable. So I really enjoyed escaping into the pages of fiction this year. That's one thing that I do for self-care. And the other thing that I do for self-care is I love being in my kitchen. I love cooking. I love baking. Um, I come from a family of cooks, bakers, and eaters. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's, I love it because when I'm doing those things, not only are my hands busy, but my mind is busy too. And then I can just sort of relax into whatever I'm doing. I can play some beautiful music and I just forget. And, you know, my husband will always say, why are you going to cook this, you know, thing? Um, why are you going to cook this for dinner? It's because I enjoy it. It's because I like it. It's because it is a winding down process for me. And I really enjoy that. And this year, um, you know, being pregnant and having morning sickness, that got disrupted quite a bit more than I thought it was going to be. Um, but I've sort of found my feet and I found my creativity in the kitchen again. So self-care for me has been escapism, reading and cooking slash baking this year and a bit of eating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> feels. Yes, to the eating. And I'm not even pregnant. Like Rosa and I, we don't even have that excuse, but feel. <laughs> oh, I love, I love that list, Bella. Mm. M, self-care. Take us oh. through your self-care. Okay. Well. For this year, yeah, I think it definitely changed. I, not dramatically. I'm actually, you talking about books, Bella, just made me really sad and nostalgic. I definitely let my reading fall to the wayside this year, and, and that does make me sad. I think I want to work really hard on my mindset around reading next year when we're back at work to realise it is relaxing. It's it's not more work. I don't know. I think my brain is going, oh, I just want something mindless. Just switch the telly on instead. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm going to really work on that. I loved your goal of 20 books. Maybe I'll do 10, <laughs> not 20. <laughs> I was thinking 10 at the same time when she said 20. I was like, nah, 10. All right. You and I, Rosa, we'll, we'll start with 10. It was actually recommended to me um, by somebody who works in the field of counselling. And they were. I was talking to them about reading. And they said it's actually such an important mindfulness activity. Mm. So I'm not a journaler. I'm not really a meditation person that's not really me but I can read and in that moment when you're reading you need to focus on the words that you're reading and the story that's unplaying in your mind Mm -hmm. so if you are a little bit like me and and you find journaling a little bit difficult or you know a little bit I just find it a little bit inauthentic I wish I was good at it I'm just not Mm -hmm. but reading can be a source of mindfulness and escapism and it gives your brain a break, this person said to me, it's giving your brain permission to rest. Yep. It really does. I completely agree with that, but you're like psychic because (laughs) I was 
going to talk about my journal because I, I oh, kept the journal here. Yes. All through, um, yeah, all through the COVID crisis, I, it was back in March that I started it. Um, and it really helped me. I, I went through it the other day. I was, I started to handwrite it. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I just have so much I want to say that I, I need to type. I'm quite a fast typist. So I can get the words out as I'm thinking them. Um, and it hurts my shoulder less to type. <laughs> so I, yeah, went back and looked at it. And I think I've done like 18,000 words. Wow. Um, it's huge. Oh. It's, it's about 20 pages, yeah, of full typed and really tiny font as well. I just had so much to say. I had so many feelings. And that really helped me because I am a journaler. I think it really does, it, it helps so much to reach into that brain with a pen or a keyboard and pull out the thoughts and then you leave them. Um, that's helped me a lot. I think I would have spiraled or gone into some really negative spaces if I hadn't done that. And the other thing that I've done this year for self-care, and this isn't one that's changed. I've done this for a few years, but exercise um, really, really felt like I was taking my taking care of myself this year when exercising. I was worried I was going to lose my personal trainer, who I love very much. She's a dear friend, as well as my PT but she agreed to up the technology game and she did FaceTime with me. And it just was such a highlight of my week um, doing that. And what else? Well, I think we all know on this podcast, listeners and my fellow hosts alike that I discovered the world of skincare. And that for me really was a big thing of self-care in 2020, because as we've talked about in previous episodes, I realized the beauty of taking those few moments for myself, especially at nighttime before bed. So that's me journaling, exercising and skincare. I love it. I love it. I love all your self care routines. I'm loving it. Um, And you've had me really thinking about my own uh, self care this year, um, especially in 2020 uh, when working from home began um, all those self-care uh, activities that I used to do, so nails, hair, that was gone. Couldn't gone. do that for a while. Gone, mm-hmm. gone. Um, and that was really that was hard. Um, and I realised probably at that point, which really touches on what Bella said at the very beginning, that that was all I did for self-care, mm. uh, which is totally fine. Totally fine. I still do it now. Don't worry. Um, very happy that I can do it again. But um, I needed to find other ways to take care of myself, mm-hmm. um, especially from work when we're working uh, from home, because I found it very hard to switch off and leave work when I when work is literally at home. Mm-hmm. So um, mine was definitely skincare like M. I had dabbled it in uh, dabbled in it in the past uh but this year i needed to really work on it because as i've said in earlier episodes my skin had um you know broken out with pimples and yeah so yeah fun times so i had to really learn about skincare and products and it meant talking to bella talking to friend other friends as well and and really practicing that routine um which is now M and I were actually speaking about this on the weekend, how now sunscreen is just a part of the routine. We don't even think about it anymore. We probably even put it on when we're not going out in the sun. Yeah. Proud. So proud. <laughs> Charming in right there. <laughs> Very proud. Um, and so, yeah, the other things that I did this year um, to de-stress from work 
would be baking. I mentioned that before. So practicing my baking skills and just becoming confident in doing that. Uh, puzzles. I bought a lot of puzzles. I bought too many that I have not completed because <laughs> I got really excited by the deals because uh, they were selling puzzles at the time because everyone was buying them and I just, um, yeah, bought puzzles. But I really enjoyed that because I wasn't watching TV and I was actually using my brain um, and it was a really relaxing time. Um, exercising, something that I've always done, like Em said, so pr uh, prior to 2020, but this year it definitely saved me. Yeah. It saved my mind. Um, yes, it meant that I felt like I was kicking goals and that I felt like I was accomplishing something that day, but it, even if it was just that one thing. Um, but yeah, it really saved me. And while I was exercising, I um, would sometimes read a book. I don't know how I would be on the bike and read at the same time, but I felt like I had to multitask oh, or, <laughs> or I had a podcast on. So when we started, well, just prior to when we started podcasting and we we're talking about this, I then started to listen to podcasts because I'm like, if I'm going to make one, I need to actually know what they're about and listen to it. So now that has been something really fun for me to do. So when I'm baking now, I'll put a podcast on. Or if I'm on the bike, I'll put a podcast on. Yep. So this year I found a lot of uh, different self-care routines that I'm definitely taking into 2021. Um, yep. I'm always going to do them now. We had such a tumultuous 2020 that we had to think outside the box and we had yes. to expand our repertoire of self-care beyond the things that we relied on previously and now you've got this sort of arsenal of self-care that you can pick and choose from yep. and it, you can still do the things that you used to do now but when they were taken away it really forced you to reevaluate. definitely love that you said you're going to take things into 2021 I think it would be a real shame if we thought oh but I only did that because certain things weren't open or because it was COVID I think mm -hmm. you should definitely keep going you know I mentioned my journal was a COVID crisis journal mm -hmm. but I have kept that going and I want to keep it going um yeah I think it's really important well we have wound down for work and as I said, I hope that our Talk Beauty fam is starting to wind things down and getting into holiday mode. So in our next little chat, I wanted to know, just because I'm really nosy, um, how you're going to be spending your holidays and maybe some of the things that you've got planned and some of the things that you're planning on treating yourself with these holidays, like travel, is there any plans to you know to get away for the weekend or anything like that em what's on your plans oh such a lovely topic um oh gosh i love thinking about holidays i love being on holidays <laughs> um a so little bit of travel not going too far but uh, my husband and i are taking a little road trip to see all of my dad's side of the family we're going away for a few days between christmas and even staying for new years actually um, that's just going to be so fun. It's sort of about an hour from Sydney. So it's a nice long full day in the car Can make playlists and my uncle's property has a pool. So we'll just be chilling out, catching up with the family that I don't often see. So I'm really excited for that. Um, and gosh, I think that's all I've actually got booked per se, I guess, just chilling out and doing all the stuff that we just spoke about in our previous chat, you know, reading lots um, or actually, I do have to say I'm going to be watching a lot of The Crown because I'm obsessed. I just wanted to quickly put that in there. Oh, me too. I'm going to be watching a lot of that. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, reading books I've wanted to get to for ages and relaxing and exercising more and, you know, getting out in the sun safely with 50 plus sunscreen on. (laughs) And yeah, that's it. That's my plans. What about you ladies? Oh, I have nothing planned. That is the honest truth. And I love it because this year, although we've been at home for like half of it, um, I'm just looking forward to being at home and not having work to do for that time that we're on a break um, and having me time. Um, I'm probably going to do, I love my spring cleaning. So I always just find something to fix up or reorganize. So during 2020, I reorganized my um, bathroom cupboards, vanities, as you know, they're stocked with a lot of too many products. Um, So I organize that. So I love cleaning. So like this morning I already started. Um, So that's my thing that I like to do. Uh, Definitely reading. Yeah. Because I didn't read enough. I read some, but not enough. I have a lot of books that I have from the library Mm -hmm. and personal. I have probably over 10 books sitting on it on my desk Uh, that I, some that I just recently bought and some that are from throughout the year that I just never returned to the library (laughs) (laughs) that I'm planning to read. I really, 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 really want to read. Yeah. And just taking care of myself. So reading, get back into exercising. Cause I think towards the end of the year with work and stress, I was doing it, but not doing it enough or not doing it consistently. So getting back into that, um, I'll probably definitely find recipes to bake again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Probably catch up with friends. Netflix. Yep. Netflix, yes, one hundred percent. Because um, I actually have Viking season six to watch part one. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So um, yeah, that's. I'm just gonna have me time and maybe day trips here and there, but just me time. So everyone, no. leave me alone. that's so important to um both catching up with friends and having me time it's so important for a balance isn't it i think when you're on holidays you're like oh i've got to see everybody but it's actually really important to be by yourself too and just have some peace and quiet so that sounds so nice what about you bella um we're doing sort of a little mini baby moon i guess it's a little bit different to the one that i had always envisioned but very excited nevertheless um so just lots of beach time let's we'll just try and be mindful as i move into our third trimester mm. and get closer and closer to meeting my little love i'm sure there's a lot of nesting to come as well i was going to say <laughs> I just want to touch on this. We, all three of us just said something about beach or pool or, you know, sitting by the water. And I wanted to talk about feeling beautiful in our own skin, which can be a real journey. It can be a real challenge. And I'm getting a bit sick of myself, just, just myself personally. I get really self-conscious to relax by a pool in any type of bathers um, because I'm worried about how my body looks or how my cellulite's going and, Life is just too damn short. You know, if 2020 has taught me anything, it is that. And that anything can happen. Who cares what I look like by a pool? You know, I'm beautiful. You two are beautiful. All of us are so beautiful in our many and varied shapes and sizes. I'm really going to try this summer not to care and just wear the bathers, swim in that pool, show my legs, you know, so that's just something I wanted to touch on. That that's a lesson I think I'm I'm going to really try hard to take with me into this mm-hmm. summer and beyond. Yeah, how do you girls feel about that sort of world? 
I think it's really timely too, because I think that for me, these feelings, and I echo everything that you've said, Em, because I, I have shared those feelings and those, that apprehension, it always resurfaces around this time of year when mm. those are our plans. And, you know, our heart and soul wants to do those things, but our mind stops us. And it's really, mm. it's really uncomfortable. I understand what you're saying. And this year has been really a huge learning curve for me because my body has changed so much. I'm carrying a person and yeah. that has been, it's been an experience and it's been, it's uncharted waters for me and it, it's uncharted waters for all um, people who go through that for the first time. And so it's really forced me to appreciate what my body can do rather than what it looks like. I think that our default is all of the things that you mentioned. And, and every time we try and go against that, it's really hard. It is so hard. It's so ingrained in us from this ridiculous mm misogynistic society that we're slowly coming out of, but it's, it's hard. It's an everyday battle, I think, for mm. so many of us. And especially at this time of the year, because you've meant to apparent, well, you've meant to have achieved goals. You've meant yeah. to have lost those 10 kilos oh. going into summer. And then every summer comes and you're like, oh, I didn't do that. And mm. I don't like that we, and I do it, um, define my goals for the year based on that, that one year, like, no, by the end of the year, I have to have achieved all this. Mm. And then if I get to summer, you know, the end of the year, if I haven't done that, then I'm a bad person mm. or, you know, I failed for that year where, whereas, you know, you can go into summer still. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't know, I'm going a different spin, but yeah, achieving those goals. And it's okay if you haven't, um, yeah. if you, if you think you don't feel that great, you do look great. Absolutely. I don't know where I'm going with that. No, I, I, think, I know. Yeah. No, I think you're right, Rosa. Your success for the year yeah. is determined by how much weight you lost. Exactly. And when it comes to summertime, I think, yeah, we've always felt like we have to. A beach body, like bikini exactly. body. Exactly. And I, you know, I always think back to that saying, well, they're like, everybody is a bikini body. You can yeah. do whatever you want. Do you have yeah. a body? Good. Yeah. Bikini yeah. on it. That's a bikini body. Well done. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And it, I just want to come back to something where I feel beautiful and that's when I'm mm. smiling. That's what I look at on people, their smiles. And when they're talking to me, I'm looking at their face and it's, I'm yeah. never going to look at someone negatively on a beach. It just, it's not going to happen. And if it is happening for you, I think you out there need to change your mindset because we are all beautiful and we all deserve to wear what we want at the beach or the pool and have an amazing summer in the bodies that we own. Mm. Um, yeah. And the bodies that do so much for us, as you said, Belle, like what a beautiful journey yours is going on right now. And even those of us that aren't on that journey, our bodies do so much for us too. Yeah. Appreciate. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Our bodies have kept us healthy. Our bodies have yeah. um, allowed us to go for those walks during lockdown. Yeah. And yeah. you both spoke about exercise. Your bodies are both capable of that. Yes. Mm little things that sometimes we just take them for granted, but they're actually the things that really matter. Yeah. Agreed. And it's, it's un unfortunately, I'm going to go back to a bit of a negative side. Unfortunately, we, we feel like this and we think that we're being all positive, but then for example, I go to the shops last weekend and yeah, it is difficult to buy that uh, summer clothing yeah. because they, unfortunately it's, the shops don't cater for everyone. So to buy that nice dress that you want to wear to the beach, well, it doesn't come in your size. Mm. 
or it doesn't, it, it's not, they're not made for curvier women, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a dress that um, M has at the, has and Bella and I wanted, um, we went to buy it online and only the very smallest sizes were available. Yeah. Yeah. That tells you something. Hard, yeah. So there's a lot of shifts that need to still happen. Mm. Yeah. I've spoken about this before, but I'm very big on, I will vote and support the things that I want to support with mm-hmm. my likes, with my follows and with yeah. my dollars. Yeah. So I refuse to shop from, follow, like, or support in any way companies that don't represent the full spectrum of beautiful bodies. I just refuse. Amen. I'm not doing it anymore because I just think it is so unacceptable. And I just want to support the people who will support everybody. Um, Amen to that. And there's plenty of brands like that, but you need to look for them. Yeah. Uh, That's the thing. They're not the most popular ones, but when we find them, I think we need to throw our social media support and our money behind them. Um, You know, people like Emmy Lou, who Emmy, you've got a few pieces from her and and her her sizing is really inclusive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so are her models, you know, as you yeah. say, site and social media. Yep. Amen to that. What a beautiful lesson. Another lesson to take with us into the future. Um, can I shift? Yeah. We, we could not finish 2020 without a final Ask Bella. We just <laughs> and I had to put this one in there because yeah. we got this really interesting and surprisingly deep question. I don't even know if our, our lovely anonymous person was meaning to go so deep, but I thought it was perfect to address this for this final podcast for 2020. So Bella, mm. the question we got for you to answer for our beautiful listeners is all of this skincare stuff, is it necessary? What a profound thought to end the year and the episode with okay so all this skincare stuff is it necessary my answer is yes and no (laughs) it's both um if you want it to be then it is and i'm a big believer in we are all the guardians and the masters of our own energy and that it's really up to you what you choose to invest that energy in I do think I really will struggle to be swayed from the idea that things like sunscreen is not necessary because of where we live. We're in Australia. We are under some of the harshest UVA and UVB rays. Mm -hmm. I will struggle to sway from that, but anything extra is just that it's extra. And I have got friends who sit on all different sections of the spectrum. I've got friends who don't really have time for things because they're mums or they just don't enjoy it. That's fine. I've got friends who love the serums and are having facials and love and collect. And it's such a hobby for them. That's fine as well. I think that really the only necessary thing is to protect your skin from the sun and anything else is just extra. If you love doing it, you enjoy it. If you don't, it's okay. I love that answer so much. 
Oh, as you said, profound. What a lovely way to finish. That's the end of this episode, but the conversation continues over on Instagram at TalkBeauty1. We hope you will meet us there. Don't forget, just because we're on holidays now, you can still DM us any questions on Instagram. We would love to feature your questions, discussion points, and product queries in the next episode in 2021. We've got some really incredible things planned. Thank you all so much for listening yet again. We really look forward to next year. We are taking a little break for Christmas, which I'm sure you will all understand. We will be back in your ears in January. Look out on our Instagram for the launch date of 2021 at Talk Beauty One. And have a beautiful, sun-safe summer. Remember, your bodies are beautiful as they are. And we will see you next year.